What, Nick? What? What? I'll tell you all the ends of the phone. Places to be, people to see. Hey, what? Hey, Let's hey. like wrap this up. Okay. So what I'm eating, I don't know if you've had these. Um, I've only seen them at Target, but they are um, plant-based chicken nuggets called Nugs. <laughs> Let's hear it for Nugs, ladies and gentlemen. Nugs are so good. These are so good. And I don't care if you're vegan or not. As like, like, these are just good. Like, period. I've never had a McDonald's chicken nugget because I'm a skinny legend. But, <laughs> but I don't think we have. I don't think we have time to unpack that. <laughs> they taste like the smell of a McDonald's chicken nugget. They taste like the smell of. You got to lick it. Well, I am a connoisseur of McDonald's chicken nuggets, so I'm trying to see. Anyways, and then I um, I betrayed my people by purchasing... Um, Are you dipping a, in Chick-fil-A sauce? A bottle of Chick-fil-A sauce from the grocery store. Nick, that's like because having... I want someone... I'm asking to be hate crime. Nick, that is like having like, that would be heterosexual fun. intercourse on a pride flag. That's foul what you're doing. That's wrong in the eyes of the Lord. Nick, like, that's like as bad as getting married to another man. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's about as bad as just being gay. You're like, your homophobia is so bad. It's almost as bad as being gay. And I'm like, what sort of circle are we in? Uh, yeah. Okay, the so. Seventh circle of hell. Let me, let me defend myself. Not what is the I seventh know. circle of hell? Real quick. I know do there's have, nine of do, them. Do they have nine? Do they have names? What are the circles of hell i don't know i mean i figured it'd be like introduction like philanthropy and then like it's like body there are there are there are there are okay conclusion (laughs) supporting arguments (laughs) suffix prefix okay the first circle is limbo the second is lust the third is gluttony okay it's the the sins sins. yeah fourth is greed Well, there's okay. nine. There's only seven sins. Mm-hmm. Fifth is anger. Six. This one's going to come out of left field. It's hearsay. The seventh is violence. Eighth how are is. These, how are I'm, oh, pause real quick? How are these like places to go? These are like <laughs> like these are either actions or feelings. Like Wait. this isn't like a space to inhabit. I'm going to inhabit violence. Okay, well, <laughs> get ready because Nick, oh, circle okay. number eight is fraud. And the eighth circle is subdivided into ten trenches. Okay, that's cheating. That's cheating. Right? I'm like, just that's call 18. it. Just exactly. call it 18 circles of hell. It's like, and that's like being like, I would ask for more wishes. It's like, shut up. Okay, so what are the trenches called? I don't know. I don't know I'm what worried the ten that trenches we're like, are. I'm worried that we're like casting some like dark magic right now and we're gonna like we're gonna wake up we're gonna wake up tomorrow in like the violence circle of hell together and be like oh my god we'd have so much fun but nick i truly don't think this podcast is like the 36 circles nick i don't think me reading an article by penguin random house is 
going to summon any demons or open a portal to hell or put us in the violence circle. Just so you Clare, know. that is literally verbatim what they always say. They always say, Nick, I don't think reading an article from Penguin Random House is going to put us into a... <laughs> Okay, if you can guess the ninth circle, bonus 19th, if you're counting the, the 10 trenches or whatever, I will give you a dollar. My hint is Taylor Swift. <laughs> Enchanted. <laughs> <laughs> is it called Evermore? No, that's um, one of the 10 trenches, though. <laughs> it's called Fearless. A fear? No. Good oh, guess, that was a good, Hold on. Hold, wait, whoa, hold on. Not lover. It's <laughs> reputation. <laughs> it's 1989. Oh, okay. I, that was my my next one was speak. Now. <laughs> it's not an album title. I'll okay, give you that. is it a song title or is it like a theme? Yeah, it's a version of a word that is a song title. Like it's just a word in a different tense. Is it like a feeling or an action or like an actual place? Would you say it's an adjective? Okay, it's describing something. The song um, title is an adjective. I don't know what... Okay. Is it what, a one like, word title? Yeah. I don't know what like Mad Lib type of word this... Like, I don't know what type of word th- Hold this... Hold on, I'm going to write down is. a few options. Okay, read them aloud. This is so fun. Oh my God, oh, guys. Gonna... Well, while Nick writes down his options, welcome back to Two Girls, One Brain Cell, the biblical podcast where Nick and I explain <laughs> and explore the nine circles of hell. If you like what you've heard so far, may I they, invite they you? <laughs> may I invite you to um, rate, review, subscribe, um, follow us on social media, follow our dying YouTube channels, um, give mine, us money. Hey, mine is mine is flourishing and alive. Speak Fuck for you. yourself. <laughs> follow Nick's flourishing YouTube channel and my. Mine's just taking a nap. It's If you guys want to go defend me in the comments of my Sharp Objects video, feel free to, because we got some wackadoos in there. We can unpack that one later. Um, we also have a Patreon that we will put things on soon when we both stop being mentally ill. Um, do I have anything else I need to cover? Those are the things you need to do. But most importantly, what you can do is tell your friends. Tell your family. Post it on your Instagram story. If someone says, hey, I'm going on a road trip. I uh, need something to listen to. Been listening to any good podcasts or albums lately? You're going to look them in the eyes and say, yeah, I've listened to this really good podcast called Two Girls, One Brain Cell. It's awful. And that is how Nick and I will become rich and famous and won't have to work service jobs anymore. Nick, how you doing? <laughs> I'm thinking of titles. Uh, can you give me the genre of the album it's from? Is it no. pop? Is it country? Would I mean, that that, it, away? it would give it away. Really? Because I'm like, I'm like, I can't tell you how lost I am right now. I have two words written. <laughs> what are they? Treacherous in Ding, 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 ding. Oh, it's treachery? Yeah. Okay. Well, that was my like one and only guess. And then I was like, cruel summer? <laughs> welcome to <laughs> welcome to New York? The 10th hell is New York. Okay. What were you, literally, Cornelia what were Street you saying? is the ninth circle of hell. What? What were you saying before we got on? I was trying to defend myself from buying Chick-fil-A real quick. Um, oh right, 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 right. Defend okay. yourself. So I've seen these like self-hating gay. Of, I've seen these bottles of Chick Fil A sauce in the grocery store, and their sauce is pretty good. It's all right. It's like your normal, like fast food, like secret sauce type of deal. You know what's up? I'm pretty sure it's mayo, barbecue sauce, mustard, and ketchup. Right? They all are. They they all are some variation of that. Cool. Like I know cane cane sauce is uh, ketchup 
ketchup, mayo, and Worcestershire fries. Um, really quickly, if you get like Thousand garlic. Island dressing on your salad, you should kill yourself. Back to you, Nick. Thanks so much for that con- contribution, Claire. I have to agree. Um, <laughs> why am I cut on my? Haven't <laughs> you learned your lesson? Clearly not. Girl, I saw some goldfish over there, and I was like, ooh, maybe during the pod. And I'm like, Nick. I'm not going to lie. When you texted me at 5 o'clock and said food just came out of the air fryer, I was like, this bitch doesn't learn his lesson. <laughs> you really said, said munch, actually, munch, munch. Actually, the podcast is over. So I've seen the sauce at the grocery store. I feel like it's somewhat new. And I'm like, okay, like I'm not going to buy it because I do, in fact, do not, I, I, I don't go to Chick-fil-A. I don't support them. There are many other places I can go for <laughs> chicken carcass <laughs> deep fried <and laughs> many other retailers serve yeah. deep fried carcass kind of any place you go on the planet <laughs> will have a dead chicken somewhere <laughs> like, you ask nicely like 99% of places there's a dead chicken somewhere do you um, like cafe gratitude if you order the like depravity they'll give you a I'm like, can I Real order chicken? the treacherous? <laughs> Their menus are the nine circles. If you flip the Cafe Gratitude menu upside down, it's all like in tongues. But you can get animal products. <laughs> and they're like, I have a bad relationship with my father. Give it to yourself. So yeah, so I don't know. I was at the store and I like looked at it. And then I saw in the bottle, it was like 100% of our profits go toward our like scholarship program for their employees and i'm like okay like whatever i can like is the scholarship for their employees to go to conversion camp like it's it's the scholarship (laughs) the scholarship is for one employee to beat up another employee to beat the game is that too dark um (laughs) it's our podcast we make the rules baby have i I found the line we made Can I go where Taylor, you Taylor go? Taylor should, <laughs> should stop making an album because she's made nine, and they can all, they'll correspond pretty perfectly with a circle <laughs> of hell. <laughs> oh, okay. What if she came out and was like, I wanted to release another, but each one corresponds with a circle of hell. She's like, Satan has to come out with one first. She's I like, mean. I'll release ten mini albums for each trench of <laughs> layer eight. <laughs> You know how everyone's like, will like call an unannounced album like TS9, like yeah. her next album, whatever. <laughs> Satan, it's like <laughs> L10, Lucifer. <laughs> When's he gonna drop it? When's he gonna drop it? Oh, so, I can't wait. Circle. So you gave Chick Fil A money to. So I gave Chick Fil A money and I said, "Please beat me up." Um, and okay. then. I'm, and then a life, I almost said a life size chicken. <laughs> As opposed to what? I don't know. <laughs> As opposed life to a fantasy chicken. <laughs> As opposed to a fantasy size chicken. I don't fucking know. Anyways, but I bought it and like it's pretty good. So whatever. That's me defending um, Chick fil A. What I was saying, I'll just get into this now. What I was saying about my um, thriving, flourishing YouTube channel, The Water Cooler, uh, yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> is that okay so my first video sharp objects it's done pretty well it has uh 17 000 views at the moment that's fucking and, nuts oh uh, yeah actually once things once anything i like put out into the world 
goes above like ten thousand, I stop being able to kind of like process that number. Okay. Jafiel like, Jamay. <laughs> it's a call and response. <laughs> Meisner. When and I say Jafiel, you say Jamay. <laughs> Jafiel a little. Jamay. Jafiel. I didn't say fucking Jafiel a little. Jafiel a little says touch your. <laughs> Woo. Okay. So. Yeah. No. So. Once something gets above, well, I'm trying to think of like how big is a like a stadium, like a football stadium. I feel like it's twenty thousand. I feel like I feel like twenty thousand people can fit in like a regular sized football stadium. I guess. So I guess I can imagine twenty thousand people, but beyond that, like, how, how am I supposed to picture that? And with your mind's eye. <laughs> no, I literally, I, 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 I just can't imagine like seventeen thousand individual people. All with their own lives and their own stories. Oh, and their own families. okay. What? Not to make your twenty thousand seem like less than it is. Is like fifty. Yeah, Austin Stadium seats fifty four thousand. Whoa! Really? Yeah. Oh shit! Okay, so I can imagine fifty. Cool. Okay. Nick's well, that upping act- his. <laughs> that makes me feel slightly better for some reason. I don't know why. It's like um, Nick's playing his own football game and only half of the fans showed up. <laughs> Yay, Nick, you have a half full stadium. God, and half of them are screaming at me and very angry. (laughs) No, like literally three people. Okay, so not going to spoil anything about Sharp Objects, but (laughs) uh, it's a dark story. Both the book and the show, they're pretty much the same. Um, It's very dark. It deals with a lot of like kind of the darkest topics there are it talks a lot about like self-harm and it talks about sexual assault etc like teeth. pretty much all teeth dentistry <laughs> <laughs> the <Pigs>. south <laughs> no ac and like, <laughs> truly, I feel like there was... truly the worst of the worst I feel like there was a part where they were... I did read the book on audible.com. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was a part where they were eating dinner and whatever they were eating sounded so fucking disgusting. I was like, this is the worst part of the whole book. It was probably at the end when she's like... When they're like drinking milk at the dinner table. And I'm oh, like, what? Every, it's probably that. At the same time, uh, like, I want mama to give me a sponge bath. I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> mama. So... <laughs> sponge uh, <laughs> so without giving anything yes, away Nick. like the story deals with heavy topics such as sexual assault and so in the video I talk about how the show depicts it and mm, less show how the show depicts it and more how they show someone remembering it and kind of like how trauma affects the brain and how it like reappears kind of throughout your life um, was how I talked about it in the video. However, both the show and the book do not actually explicitly say that like this specific thing that happened was non-consensual. Um, so it is up for debate. I do not think it was consensual, but it is like an arg- like that's a point that could be argued because the book doesn't say either way. Like to the point where Claret was like, "Oh, I don't even remember that." Well, like, yeah, and like when you brought up your youtube comment section drama i was like okay yeah like i do remember it but i mean she clearly wrote it that way like to have a conversation about 
it's not she didn't write it so we could have a conversation about if rape is good or bad <laughs> and uh, yeah obviously sexual assault is good or bad <laughs> that's not what the conversation was no it was actually a much more like nuanced interesting view of like who defines what consent is um because the main character who this uh who this happened to like kind of goes out of her way to be like it's fine like don't worry about it like i've like it's 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 all good and and you're kind of left to be like is she is just it? like is she is she just like ignoring it and like not wanting to deal with it or is she actually is that actually how she felt about it i guess cut that okay <laughs> future me cuz i will be editing this stop it bitch Jesus. you have no control so here <laughs> i love that i'm just like relinquish <laughs> so I, um, set me free set me free out of this fourth circle don't worry i'll be chained down so, to this podcast <laughs> soon enough anyways so in the video i talk about how someone remembers trauma and experiences it uh that is what i talk about and i do refer to the thing that happened to the character as non-consensual because that's my interpretation of the events of this fictional story <laughs> most importantly this didn't actually happen (laughs) anyways so then most importantly it is a work of fiction within the first three weeks of the video being up like still really 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 early it didn't have more than like 300 views someone left a very long well-written well-argued interesting point saying i actually think that was consensual and it was an act of self-harm on her part and it was a very, it was just, it was fascinating. I was like, oh, that's such an interesting point that I hadn't thought about. And I actually disagree ultimately with what they were saying, but I thought it was really interesting. So I pinned that comment to the Because top isn't that of the what art is supposed to like make us do? Like talk about it, have a conversation. It's not the point of art, not just to like circle jerk together. God for fucking dead. And, <clears throat> and also like Gillian Flynn, I haven't read her, her other, or I haven't read seen dark places but i've seen gone girl many times and i've obviously seen sharp objects and read sharp objects she wrote sharp objects and dark places and gone girl she really loves two words uh (laughs) but and like she doesn't i i don't know how to word this but like uh in gone girl there's like a like her character fucking like lies about rape like several times and yeah. like uses it to her advantage and so like Gillian Flynn is not interested in like easy morality like it's it's pretty fucked up and like makes you think in uncomfortable ways <laughs> well I mean especially with Gone Girl at the yeah. at the end especially it's like it's a yeah who's the good guy who's it's there is not a clear like good no, guy all, bad guy they're, they're all, all awful <laughs> yeah they should all die and yeah, and they God. do in yeah. dark places. That's the sequel. The Gone Girl took her sharp objects to the dark. <laughs> Why does it take us so long to get through a single fucking topic? Okay, because so, we love each other. Because we I'm gonna love each other. shut my mouth. <laughs> it's a podcast, baby girl. Speak no evil. So <laughs> go back to your circle. So I I pin this comment to the top of the comments as you are able to do on youtube um because i was like this is an interesting counter argument to what i say in the video at that part that is why i pinned it and also it was like it's the most thoughtful and well-written comment i've gotten on that video still and and all i said in reply was 
this is like a really this is a fantastic interpretation that I hadn't considered. Thank you for taking the time to write it out. Not I agree with you. That was consensual. Also, what, I heart rape I and I hate women. Yeah. <laughs> like, like what people? Jesus Christ. And then people replied, some people replied to that and were like, I disagree and here's my reasoning and then further discussion happened and I liked the comment that said I disagree that it was not consensual I liked that comment too so for the record and now I got just like some fucking people being like I was about to watch this video and then I saw that you pinned this disgusting comment and I won't be watching like how dare you and I got like three or four of those and so one if you're gonna comment without even watching a single thing that I say move along (laughs) you're not welcome here (laughs) like go touch some bark see some sky breathe some air uh two if you did watch my video and still interpreted me pinning that comment as endorsing that view then you uh are stupid and have a complete lack of ability to critically think about like anything or media or like I guess this whole thing just once again illuminates uh, what I feel like is kind of the largest problem in America at the moment, which is we are very incapable of holding two seemingly conflicting truths in our head at once. Yeah. Like, we do not like paradoxes or contradictions, and we really seem to like black and white thinking. And it's like, I don't know what to tell you, but the world is pure gray. It's 50 it's, shades. It, it's one shade. It's there's of just pure gray. And we're gray blobs, remember? We are gray blobs and everything in the world is a contradiction and I'm able to at once believe what I believe about the show and also acknowledge that that was a well-written argument without agreeing with the content of the argument. So, adieu with <laughs> this topic on the podcast. I wasn't even planning on talking about it, but I... You just it, needed to get it me. off your chest. Because I, you know, I told you, I, or yeah. I was texting with Clary about it, and I was like, should I write a reply and be like, hey guys, I don't actually agree with this comment, but I thought it was well-written and an interesting counterpoint to my video, which is why I pinned it. And then Clary was like... <laughs> what was I like, Nick? Tell me what I was like. No, you... I'm, please, go ahead. <laughs> I think I said something just like... These people are feral. I just said these people don't like want to see reason right now. They don't want to, they clearly have shown that they don't want to like have a discussion about anything and they just want to be right and say, this is a bad man who thinks bad things and they're not going to be willing to like hear you out by, they're not going to be willing to hear your like very logical reasoning for doing what you did. Yeah. So there is literally no reason to engage with them whatsoever. You're just going to feed their fire. Yeah. And, also, and I stand by it. And there, <laughs> and there was that one comment that was like, I don't know why you as a man think that you can comment on what we women go through. And I'm like, I, I, we've experienced this a little bit with the podcast. I mean, I don't want to speak for you. Like I've experienced this a little bit with the podcast, but it is very interesting having people who like, I do not know and who do not know me, but listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. So like, no podcast Nick (laughs) yeah but like and then like kind of think that they know me maybe a little bit more than they do Um, Mm -hmm. and not that that's a bad thing or an unexpected thing even because it's like yeah we get we get personal we get deep on the pod 
<laughs> we open up and like you guys know a lot about me but we don't like know each other you know what i mean yeah so it's it's just fascinating and i've always like heard about that from people who like put whatever out into the world mm-hmm. i've always heard that but it's just weird to experience and it's really weird to have random strangers on youtube like comment on your like worth as a human and like your moral standing based on pinning a comment to the top i'm just like this is i'm like these people don't know me and they're saying such awful things and it, well, it does, it's, it's not getting to me it's just weird because i'm like well, it's it's the same thing as people i've found <laughs> the like okay sorry let me back it up back it up it's similar <laughs> energy to me as like liberal people being like, oh, well, so-and-so sucks because they follow these, like, conservative politicians on Twitter. And I'm like, people just be trying to stay in the loop. Like, I just want to know what, like, people who have different views than me are saying. Because if I just keep swimming in my same liberal circle, I'm not going to, like, learn anything. I'm ju- I'm curious what they are saying. Right? Okay, okay. If someone takes, if someone looks at who someone follows on Twitter, like, 99% of the time, you're being an idiot if you think it reflects on yeah. them at all. J.K. Rowling following TERFs is in the 1%. Um, <laughs> <laughs> J.K. But, Rowling is in her own little world. Yeah. of Turf. She, she's on Turf Island. <laughs> it's like Milf Island. <laughs> Are they adjacent to each other? Uh, yeah. <laughs> J.K., you just need to, like, swim a kilometer you're on turf island Island. i'm on milf island we are not we're not the same (laughs) Woo! okay so i had a really fun day yeah yes um so as i shouted out last week i'm shouting you out again um (laughs) my friend and photographer at third eye lens that is at third (laughs) t-h-i-r-d e-y-e lens um there's a too big of a word for me to spell um Endorsed by at Nick Curl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so every year she does this 31 days of Halloween Instagram like photo series. So she posts a different photo shoot every day for all 31 days of October. It's so cool. It is so fucking cool. If you like cool photography, cool art, creepy, spooky shit, like go check it out and support her work because it is really, really cool. That's actually how we met. Um, last year, 2020, she posted, I'd like followed her work for a while and she posted a like model casting call thing. And I like drunkenly like swiped up on it. I was like, Hey girl, like I've always wanted to shoot with you. Ah!" And (laughs) as you do, then we shot like in the water at Pisgah, like in the dark. And it was really fucking cool. And then I was like, Oh, I love her. Um, So we shot two shoots today (laughs) because I'm a pro um, so the first one we did was like a leather kind of gothic sword. It'll a leather gothic sword. The end. Um, I sent you a picture the of the studio album by Taylor Swift. <laughs> leather gothic sword by Sa- featuring Satan and Bonnie Bear. Um, <laughs> but for the second shoot, we were doing this like latex leather kind of like fetish vibe and I was going to be dumping um like what was supposed to look like tar on myself so like corn syrup with black food dye mixed into it 
So for starters, so we finished the like Taylor Swift's 10th studio album, Gothic Sword shoot, and then Gothic Leather Sword. Gothic Leather Sword. Fuck, excuse me. Uh, so then I tried my outfit on for my for my tar fetish shoot, and. <laughs> So it was like, like, <laughs> so it was like this red, like pleather looking bodysuit that in no way, shape, or form fit me. Uh, first of all, it was like okay, way. Also, no offense what? to whoever it does fit, but I want to see the shape of the person that it does fit because I'm like, it would just be Claret if her like <laughs> back curved at like a 90 degree angle or something. It, I mean, it was just like way too big in the like whole body also it was really short because i have a freakishly long torso so not only would it like not (laughs) stay up wedging your cooch around my midsection it like barely covered my nipples because it wasn't long enough so then on top of that i was (laughs) i don't want to spoil this because you will see the pictures um i was wearing a like latex like bdsm mask and now, if you haven't worn one of those, which I hadn't until, um, like, 1 o'clock today. You're so vanilla, Clarice. <laughs> you hadn't worn one of these? Listen, it's going to stay that way because <laughs> not to kink shame, but, but. What, what part of that is enjoyable? The, okay, the only part that I found that maybe could be kind of enjoyable was it, like, it's so tight. It's, like, putting pressure on your neck, which is, like, kind of pleasant. It felt like... When you do a face mask and your skin gets all tight and you like can't move your mouth and you're talking, uh-huh. I like couldn't move my mouth, so I can't imagine taking a cock. No, I'm like my mouth wouldn't open that far. You can't hear. Well, you can kind of hear, but not like well. And it kept sliding up, so like it wouldn't stay in place. And so it was just like it felt like a like bad facelift almost. My own my only real experience with such outfits is from the first season of American Horror Story. That's what we were going for. With with Rubber Man. And in that one, Rubber Man seems to be somewhat dominant. But I feel like the outfit is for, like, the submissive part. Well, I mean, I guess if in it has, dynamic. like, mouth holes, it's probably for the submissive. Because mine only had a mouth hole, two nostrils, and eyeballs. Yeah, so I feel like it's a matter of, like, just, con- like, constraining and constricting and like no i mean i get eliminating it eliminating control i guess but like not to kink shame but some of y'all freaks <laughs> truly okay especially because I, I mean i've said this before i just like can't take some like kinky and like role-playing stuff seriously it just like makes me laugh if you walk into the bedroom wearing that in front of ryan what i would pay, i would what i would pay to see that we would both start <laughs> laughing so we pee <laughs> as you eat your chicken nuggets <laughs> It, like, every time I would, like, talk or, like, laugh, you couldn't see my lips, so it was just teeth. I looked like the scariest horse ever. It was so fucking frightening. So then. So then. It's starting to. The scariest horse. The scariest horse. Not to be confused with the most beautiful horse, my sweet Jamae. Um, so. It was starting to sprinkle, and we were like, oh, shit, like, we gotta, like get out there before it starts like pouring oh this is outside well yeah because we're dumping corn syrup everywhere so we set up like a sheet like a backdrop 
portrait Are style. Are also involved in this photo shoot? Because holy shit. I mean, they were probably coming running, but they hadn't arrived yet. So I had this bucket of corn syrup in a ladle. And so I start like ladling it all over myself and just like playing in the like corn Your syrup. <laughs> and then the rain starts dumping. Love that. And so Ash is like, oh shit, like my camera. And we're like, okay, we got to get this. So then I then I was like, okay, well, I want to get the like corn syrup, like all my face and stuff. So I dump it on my head, not realizing that it's just going to like, I mean, it's oil based. It is going to run down this latex <laughs> and then make its way inside of the mask. Oh. As quickly as I dumped it on my head, it was in my eyeballs. It was in my mouth. It was, I was like inhaling it. I couldn't <laughs> see. And my fucking like coochie is hanging out because like this thing doesn't fit me. We have it like clamped together with like, um, like you were chip like clips. a decapitated plant based chicken nugget running around, corn oh. syrup up there, your uterus I- getting tarred. I think the pictures turned out really fucking cool, but I had, I didn't know what I was doing. Like I was blind. And uh, you were fucking Helen Keller. But also because I had this mask on, I like was having trouble. (laughs) BDSM. That's my Halloween costume, Nick. Don't spoil it. Oh, kinky Helen Keller? Kinky Helen Keller. Oh. Are Helen Keller jokes in that because I was wearing this like sensory deprivation hood, I like could not tell how, and because I was covered in like wet stuff, I didn't realize it was raining that hard until I had Ash wipe my eye to get the corn syrup out of it because I couldn't fucking see and my hands were covered in corn syrup. And so I, <laughs> no, literally, I was like, can you wipe my eye like it's in my eye? And when she wiped my eye, I like realized she was soaking wet. Oh no. And then I was like, oh my God, it, that's the end of the story. That's I like so funny. stripped fully naked on her porch and was just like, hear me roar. <laughs> my body is beautiful. This is my body. <laughs> hear me roar. My body is beautiful and covered in black corn syrup. All bodies are beautiful, whether or not they're covered in black corn syrup. Amen. Um, and I'll that be was preaching my day. until the day I die. I'll be preaching that till I'm in the ninth circle of hell, baby. What the? Um, and then I came home and ate butternut squash soup, and it was good. The end. So you figured out how to make it. Okay, I'm so stupid. <laughs> I just, like, chopped the butternut in half, okay. and I stuck it in the oven and roasted it, and then it came out, and I was like, well, how do I scoop its guts out? It's burning hot. Do you wait? Yeah, but I wanted my soup, so I just I just powered through. <laughs> <laughs> the heat? I just, yeah, I just, like, burnt the shit out of my hands trying to scrape the guts out. Do you out. not have an oven mitt? Not a, not, not a good one. Christmas list <laughs> oven mitt claret heavy duty up for butternut squash gutting uh, Nick Christmas list <laughs> red pleather gimp costume I was gonna say something about Chick-fil-A and all I could think of was KFC like giving like KFC gift card and I'm like that's not what it is He's like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Colonel Sanders in a gimp suit. All I want mm. for the twelfth day of <laughs> in the ninth circle of hell, Colonel Sanders is a gimp. <laughs> he poured black corn syrup all over my goose. <laughs> all over my bussy. Colonel Sanders. It's like a fucking game of clue. <laughs> like, cur- <laughs> like 
Colonel Mustard in the ninth circle of hell <laughs> with the black corn syrup murdering in my, my coochie. Yeah, like, God. <laughs> Can I talk about what I bought at Whole Foods? Go ahead. So I woke up at 7.30. Whoa. I know. I've manically cleaned my kitchen. Also, listen, I don't like to overuse the word manic because everyone's like, I'm having a manic episode. And I'm like, no, you're not. I don't know if it's like necessarily normal behavior mm-hmm. to obsessively clean your apartment at midnight and not allow yourself to go to sleep until it's cleaned and then wake up at 730 and spring to life and just hop back into cleaning. Does it cause I'll... you distress that you have to do that? Like, do you not like that? that you have to do It that? causes me distress if it's not done. But the fact that it causes you distress, does that cause you distress? Oh, those are too big you, of questions. I couldn't but you, you know what I, But you know what I mean? Yeah, like, do, kind do you, of. Do you wish that wasn't the case? Kind do you of. Wish, do you wish you could go to sleep without having to deep clean your apartment? Yeah, but I also wish I didn't live in filth. I wish I had a maid. I wish to go to the festival. I wish. <laughs> um, but then I went to Whole Foods and spent $65 on things to like fix my fucked up stomach. Because as we know, I was constipated. I was taking laxatives. I was still not pooping. Finally was pooping. Felt like I was a little reliant on laxatives. And now I'm trying to like wean myself off. So She's I going spent... cold turkey, y'all. <laughs> well, no, because I bought digestive enzymes mm-hmm. and I took a ginger shot. Do you this and... is such a this is such a Dorlinda question. Yeah, Dorlinda. What's up? Do you get a lot of fiber in your diet? Probably not enough. So that was my morning. Cool. Um Did you remember what your gay little anecdote was? <laughs> Oh, did you? Oh, just like freeform tangent. Um, yeah, let's freeform this bitch. Let's freeform. Yeah, because it hasn't been. Let's get off script for a minute. Let's yeah, throwing it across the room. <laughs> I'm. I, I have simply, no idea what's about to come out of your mouth. I, I'm like I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> like send Ooh. me your audio file. You're like, can you upload it to the drive first? I'm just at, okay. This I feel like I feel like this happens to me once a year for like a period of time uh-huh. where I'm just so like overcome and overwhelmed with with grief I, with the desire and longing and hope. <laughs> and, where is this going? <laughs> and it's so anticlimactic because I already talked to you about this, but like I just like God, I want to like work for myself and just do creative things so yeah every day of my life okay no it happens especially it's on my weekends every week tuesday wednesday when i wake i think that's why i don't mind my like little manic cleaning episodes as much because i'm like i like i'm taking care of my space and i love my space where i where i like work and i like on my weekends i like pretend like i work for myself Mm-hmm. And I pretend like this is just another day in the week and this isn't the real weekend. Like, And you're like, like, nut? <laughs> yeah, and I love yeah. this. Yes. I love going to Target and buying fucking detergent and then recording with you and like having a photo shoot. And then tomorrow I'm going to go edit with Laura and it's going to be so fun and wonderful. And Imagine I just walk into the cafe tomorrow. I'm like, hello. And you're naked. <laughs> you said, please don't. I said, stay away. You said only if you're naked. Love hearing Ryan Ryan's little pitter patter. 
I do get that overwhelming mm-hmm. desire for that in my life. And yeah, it makes me sad when I go back to work on Thursday and I'm like, oh no, this is my real life. Do you also have that overwhelming desire, Nick? So every time I like do photography, whatever, like anytime I do a photo shoot with like literally anyone, whether it's someone I don't know and I'm just doing like senior photos or something, or if I'm like with you shooting at like the coast or Mm -hmm. if I'm by myself camping and taking those photos in the sequoia i'm like those were so beautiful stop it thank you (laughs) at third eye lens (laughs) they're like why are these just like women covered in blood in a kiddie pool (laughs) this isn't the sequoias (laughs) did you not what (laughs) never mind oh come on I was trying to make a bad joke about being on shrooms and drowning yourself in the sequoia, and it didn't work. I see all the parts, and I, like, Mm -hmm. know there's a funny joke there. So, like... It's... I got it. Don't worry. We can work on it. So, yeah, anytime I'm doing... Anytime I'm doing photography, whether it's, like, literally out there shooting, or if I'm back home, like, working on and editing the photos, like... (laughs) I'm like, oh, this is, like, what fulfillment feels like. Yeah. It's every time I have a, po- a conversation about the podcast. It's every time we record the podcast. It's yes. when we talk about the podcast. It's like, when, yeah. Like anything to do with photography, the podcast, um, working on my YouTube videos, and working on uh, working on writing, like screenplays and stuff. Like those four major creative endeavors in my life. I'm like, this is, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is like so like. Mm-hmm like nurturing this is such like woo woo bullshit if you don't understand if you if you're not an artist but like no but i think everyone has this whether it's whatever it is whatever it's like what we're saying or for you maybe it's like i don't know like shopping at rip curl (laughs) riding horses hiking wakeboarding so (laughs) pole vaulting so i just yeah i just have this like nourishing fulfillment and like overwhelming sense of like purpose (laughs) yeah you know and it's like and it feels like I'm actually like contributing something to the world and to like my life I guess Mm -hmm. and yeah and it just makes me it just makes me so happy or like um two weekends ago now uh I shot I shot a short film uh that Joey wrote and directed uh and we shot uh, at this like penthouse with a view of downtown LA. So I yeah, I shot I did the cinematography for this short film over the weekend and it was at this penthouse with a view of downtown LA and it was shot at night so it was just like the the lights of the city. <laughs> when the lights go down in the city. What's Oh, never mind. You would not believe your eyes. <laughs> If 10 million fireflies lit up the world's life. Can you believe she wrote one of her best songs about that guy? Yeah, unfortunately I can. I feel like people write the greatest, make the greatest art about some of the dumbest men. About some of the most mediocre men. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and this is like the second thing that I've done cinematography for. And I, it was just so much fun. And I was like, I felt fully in my element. I was never panicked. I was never like. I was, I felt really, really 
calm, even though I was working nonstop for like six hours. Isn't um, that incredible? Yeah, it, it, it really was. I was like on my feet nonstop, always doing something. I had like one break, like I went to the bathroom, so I had like one little break. And besides that, I was pretty much working the entire time. And it went by so fast. And I really like how it looked um, or looks. And yeah, and so I'm just like, what do like what do I need to do to make this a reality? It'll happen, baby. Don't worry. Just keep I the know. dream alive. I know. <clears throat> okay, uncut all of whatever the fuck that just was. <laughs> dream blunt rotation. <laughs> that girl. <laughs> okay, now uncut. Nick, you discovered um, the that girl mm-hmm. trend. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me? Yes. Your thoughts and feelings about it because you seem to have a lot, so, and I do as well. But also, they can be summed up in like two sentences. So, <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts and feelings, but they're concise. This is me. That's me in therapy. I'm like, I, I'm thinking and feeling a lot, and here's a few words. Um, no, so I hate myself. I hey, don't talk about my friend like that. <laughs> Fuck your friend. Oh my god. Okay. So I'd say a few, eh, maybe like a few months ago, actually. At this <laughs> Nick, point, what is that girl to you? I, <laughs> okay, so I'd say a few months ago, I encountered. <laughs> okay, I'd say a few months ago, I saw a video. I think it was actually in a related or recommended video alongside whatever Tiffany video I was watching at the time. Mm -hmm. And it was called like how to be that girl. And that girl was in quotations. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm like, what is that girl? Like who, where is she? (laughs) Can we have her on the pod? No, we fucking can. I'll kill her. (laughs) And so I'm like, what do you mean? Who's that girl? And so then I watched this video from some YouTuber and she's like, yeah, I'm going to talk about I'm going to I'm going to walk you through a day of me trying to be that girl and I'm like, okay, still no one has defined what this is. And then she says and she says and and she's like and honestly like that girl like that's totally dependent to you. Like eat, like everyone's version of that girl is going to be like so different and like individual. And I'm like, is it a girl? So then she gets <laughs> so then the video starts and it's this is just bullet points. She woke up at five. Oh my god! She woke up at five. She took a shower. She drank warm water with lemon. She uh, okay. worked out on her like porch with a yoga mat, um, and like did a time lapse video of that. Mm-hmm. And she like do. was on her laptop for a few hours with like a bullet journal, and like I didn't see what she was doing, but reading the Bible probably, I, <laughs> praising the Lord. <laughs> Writing about the nine circles of hell. <laughs> she was reading instructions on how to knit blankets for our boys overseas, Nick. <laughs> so. <laughs> she was reading an article in tongues. Yeah. So, <laughs> can you imagine watching a video? It's like, how to be that girl? And then like halfway through, it just goes like in a completely like, different um, direction. <laughs> She's like crawling on the ceiling. <laughs> how to be Satan's little girl. So, I don't know. I, I just remember like drinking hot lemon water waking up at 5 a.m showering doing doing pilates being on her laptop and like brushing her teeth i don't fucking i don't know okay it's i mean essentially like, what what is that girl Correct. i mean essentially like 
the girl who like lives a super healthy life and like eats clean and works out and everything and her house is very clean and perfect and whatever it's the like wellness community like mm-hmm. in the same way that trends die and cycle they also do that within other like communities communities <laughs> and the like health kind of and like wellness subcultures i guess yeah. Yeah, yeah and like the health and wellness community also rebrands <laughs> and changes <laughs> and it's just I. like <laughs> it's just like the most recent rebrand of like the like ideal person to be mm. however it's also just like very like body checking these girls always have like flat stomachs and like do detox shit and yeah. don't need anything processed and that girl whatever they all have the same silhouette they all have the same silhouette they're all like they don't have pimples whatever and like romanticize your life all you want but not at the expense of like turning into fucking pro anna tumblr again that's my take mm-hmm. and it like easily can fall down that rabbit hole mm-hmm. and i mean people get obsessed with like dieting and food and exercise pretty easily and the whole like that girl is centered around that so yeah it's a like pretty nice little gateway into like developing orthorexia or anorexia or a workout what was that first one orthorexia Orthorexia. it's like an obsession with here let me read you a better description because i'm not going to explain it right (laughs) orthorexia is an unhealthy focus on eating in a healthy way eating nutritious yeah it's just like an obsession with eating healthy foods and like being obsessed with what you eat it's not i mean it can be restrictive but it's not restrictive in the same way that i know exactly what you're thinking right now it's not a it's a not restrictive in the same way that like anorexia is and i mean i'm sure people can be orthorexic and still like have binge episodes i like this is not this is not a medical podcast we do not administer diagnoses yeah basically it's more like a focus around like healthy foods and like nutrition than it is about like being skinny this is what orthorexia is yeah i think that's the biggest difference between like orthorexia and anorexia but they can go hand in hand obsessing over only eating healthy food yeah pretty much okay yeah all right so those seem like cousins who grew up together kind of yeah absolutely i mean like i think it's also the kind of thing where like one can become the other well yeah i mean because anorexia isn't a body type or a food it's just like a so i mean i just like i think that the aesthetic of a like almost asmr like day in my life that girl with that, like, video with that like royalty free like kind of light little or if there's no music and it's just a tiktok it's 30 seconds mm-hmm. of like i feel the, like tiktok like, really kind of like cultivated this particular thing it did because you're li- it- <laughs> If on social media you're only seeing, like, on YouTube or Instagram, you're only seeing, like, snapshots or, like, chunks of people's life, you're seeing less of someone's life on TikTok. And so it's really easy for a, that girl to make her life seem perfect because you're literally seeing 30 seconds of it. And then you go home and then you obsess and you're like, well, I must eat my salmon and lettuce or whatever the fuck. And then you give yourself an eating disorder and then you're sad and don't want to get out of bed at 5 a.m. to do jumping jacks on your pretty porch and drink warm water or whatever the fuck. 
Not my I mean, warm it's just, water. It's... No, not my 5.30 a.m. warm water. <laughs> On the porch. Oh, God. What so, I mean. Do you feel like you know any that girls in real life? No, because it's not real because it's Thank 30 you. seconds. Cool. That's what that's what I'm getting at is that yeah. like it's that's how it's an, an easy trap to fall into because it seems like, oh, well, it's so easy. I'm like, yeah, because she did one jumping jack and took one sip of her warm water. Like it yeah. was literally a snapshot of her life. Like. You can implement those habits and also, like, watch TikToks and, like, eat a bag of chips in between and still live a pretty normal and balanced life. Once again, if I could take my own advice, my life would be so much simpler. (laughs) But we're not there yet, so don't even worry about it. Does that answer your question? No, it it totally does. Also, that girl doesn't have a personality. Her personality Mm -hmm. is, like, being skinny. Yeah. And that's really boring. What? Where did where did you first hear the term that girl? Probably TikTok. Okay, and where I get my news is it? And is it was it someone posting that type of content, being like being that girl, or did like was it kind of more of like a negative connotation? I think it was someone probably being like trying a like that girl day in my life. Well, yeah, that girl's not real and she doesn't exist. And in long form content, she also doesn't exist. It's also like not, I mean, it's, it's just not like sustainable and it's not realistic for like living an actual life. It's weird how we, uh, I mean, you can cut a Lindsay Rem vlog down into 30 second clips and make it look that girl. If you wanted to, she eats healthy and has a clean apartment and like is cute and like wears cute athletic sets. You could make it look like that, but like it doesn't. I'm it just really does not work in long form content, and I'm passionate about this. Well, yeah, okay. That make it's just fascinating. It's interesting how things get repackaged and rebranded, but and yet, isn't it? It's still the same thing of being like. Oh, actually, I saw a comment on the video that I sent you. I saw a comment uh, on this video that was kind of analyzing like that girl <laughs> culture, whatever, and. The comment pretty much said, like, this just seems like a rebranding of hustle and grind culture, but in a much more, like, feminine package, almost. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. so interesting. Because, um, yeah, it's like, you, like you're waking up at 5 a.m. for whomst? Pepsi. I'm waking up at 4.30 for Pepsi. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I just think that girl's stupid, and, like, like I just hate that it exists. Mm-hmm. It's just like another really fun way to trigger myself every day. Um, so today, Nick and I have prepared I for know, you. I don't know how we haven't done this before. Our dream blunt rotation lists. <laughs> and we're going to read them to you. Do you want to go back and forth or do you want to make individual lists? Should we make one big circle jerk or? Well, I'm like, do we want to go through and like, should I like, do we, do we, do you want to explain our choices? Like I want this person here for this reason. Absolutely. Okay, cool. I mean, so then, some of them I don't need much explanation on. Okay, so how about, like, I'll read through mine, just the names, and then you read yeah. through yours, and then we can go back and forth explaining your choices. I love that. Okay. That sounds fun. Are you ready? We really said, I feel like when I record the podcast and take pictures, I feel like I contribute to society and myself. And then we said, let's talk about who we want to smoke with. Okay, Nick? are you ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> so my list... And for the record, this is not in order. This is not like the rotation I necessarily want it to go in. Oh, that's that would, a whole other conversation. That's another dimension that I wasn't willing to put into this. Okay. 
That was a level of thought. I couldn't. Okay, first up, 2003 Paris Hilton. Oh, she almost made my list. Sorry, I keep going. Nala from The Lion King. Elizabeth Holmes, girl boss and founder of Theranos. Jenny Slate, actress and comedian. Cher Tubman, my high school physics teacher. No one from Thorsten High School is allowed. Um, yeah, Asher Tubman, my high school physics teacher. Uh, Dory from Finding Nemo. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey from the Oprah Winfrey <laughs> Show. <laughs> Democratic presidential nominee and spiritual leader Marianne Williamson. Char- <laughs> Charlie Swan from the Twilight Saga. <laughs> Carol from the film Carol, played by Kate Blanchett. <laughs> <gasps> oh, I'm thinking of what I want to add. Damn it. Oh, I have a good one. Iced Coffee Beret Girl from the viral video. <laughs> have you heard of <laughs> You know Venezuela, right? Heard of it. I want her there. I love her. David Lynch. Yeah. And the fairy godmother from Shrek 2. Such a good list, Nick. Okay, so starting off at the top of my list, my list is kind of like really long. Like I have more of a like fine, like small conference happening. Um, starting off hot at the top, I I'm inviting both of our mothers. <laughs> um, I was smoked with my mom on many occasions, and I feel like it'd be rude not to invite her. And then I was like, let's bring Dorlinda, spice it up. Because we're we're assuming that you and I are both at each other's. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, of course. Yeah. Dorland is not invited if you're not there. That makes sense. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> Anna Marie Tendler, as in John Mulaney's ex-wife. <laughs> Danny DeVito. The entire cast of iCarly. <laughs> Michael Sarah, Grimes. Both Lewis and Clark. <laughs> I want Black China and Rob Kardashian. I don't know if they're still together, but I want them there. Um, Tom of Tom's One Hour Photo Lab. (laughs) (laughs) Trent the Bear. Classic. Um, The Market of Choice Hungry Child Donate to Children in Need Flyer at Checkout Kid Eating a Slice of Watermelon. I want him there. Um, Tony the Tiger. From Jojo Siwa. Yeah. Oh, JoJo's could, a great choice. Right, I agree. Yeah. I thought about also including singer and Y2K legend JoJo, but she didn't make the cut. I want Doug Dimmodome from <laughs> Fairly God Parents. I'm almost done, I swear. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Clarissa, I want Doug Dimmodome. I do. I think he's fun. Oh. Um, I want the Gerber baby all grown up. And I want the Teletubbies son baby all grown up. I think they would also bring a good energy. Um, I want, I wrote down, I want <laughs> the Zodiac killer, but he can remain anonymous. <laughs> Nick had to get up and leave. <laughs> it's just you and me now. Girl, what are you doing? Nick is walking around with his shorts, like, pulled up his ass. I don't know what's happening. I think he might be shitting himself. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) 
my god, I think he is. Did you just poop your pants? Uh, I'm saving that for episode 100. Um, okay. So I'm not done yet. So you're going to have the Zodiac killer there, but he can remain anonymous. Or they. Yeah. they can, we don't know the Zodiac killer. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Does anyone know the Zodiac killer? <laughs> yeah, they can remain anonymous. Either like behind a screen with a large bag over or their head. Or just in the same getup. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but they have to be able to smoke. Yeah, that's true. We could figure out something. Everyone close your <laughs> eyes and they'll take their mask off. <clears throat> Comedians Tim Robinson and Sam Richardson. I, I need them there. Do you like I Think You Should Leave? It's my favorite thing in the world. It is? Season one is. Interesting. Okay. Do you not like it? We'll talk about it after the show. Okay. The entire cast of Community and Tanya Harding. <laughs> Wait, like the actors of Community or the characters of Community? The actors. Gotcha. Well, they have to be in character. <laughs> Which is it? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so I'll start explaining my choices. Please do. Um, Paris Hilton, because I feel that she has a lot of knowledge locked away yeah. somewhere. Oh, yeah. Up there in her noggin. I don't think and it's I, up there I, too far. And I feel like a blunt is the key we need to unleash some, like, unknown arcane knowledge that only Paris Hilton houses. Oh, I mean, I kind of explained the logic with our moms. Mm -hmm. Um, Anna Marie Tendler, I just, I mean, I'm fully taking her side in this divorce. I think she's an artistic genius. And, like, in all seriousness, I think that she is, like, a brilliant artist and a really cool-seeming person. And I would just love to hang out with her. She seems wonderful, and I'd love to talk about art. Next up, we have Nala from The Lion King. So, Yeah, what do you think she would bring? I'm Nala, Nala from the animated film, not... <coughs> Sorry. So fucking rude. Sorry. Um, so Nala from The Lion King, Nala from the animated, not Beyonce's Nala from the... And that's a different Nala. 20- I don't know that Nala's. <laughs> not all Nala's. Not- Woo! Okay, so I feel like Nala has a certain amount of like like a zing to her, kind of like like Nala has a, a little bit of like not just because she's a lion, but she has a bit of a bite to her, you know. And it's uh-huh. just like, as one of my friends said when I posted this list on my story, like mm-hmm. a lot of strong women here, feel, and also just like her presence, like having a lion mm-hmm. there would really like keep everyone in check. I feel that's a great idea. She'd definitely keep the Zodiac Killer from, like, doing any fuck shit. <laughs> You're like Gloria the Hippo from Madagascar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. King. Julian. Yep. I love when you finish my sentences. I think Danny DeVito, Michael, Sarah, and Grimes are all pretty self-explanatory. I, I would. Their, their names are the explanation. I like would I would kind of want them to like pregame beforehand and then like show up together. Like I think they would like a, a have some inside jokes they'd already like have established yes. earlier in the night. They'd yes. be giggling about, and I would expect that they'd be the click, and you'd be kind of irritated where it's like, hey, like participate more in the group, but also like it's what you want, you know? Okay, but on the flip side, yes. the cast of iCarly, I feel like. Beef. There's like some. There's beef. There's definite beef. Like, and I where feel, did Jeanette McCurdy go? Like, has anyone seen her? Is she okay? Is she okay? So I think yeah. their dynamic 
And the dynamic that my, like, holy trinity, Danny DeVito, Grimes, and Michael Sarah, would bring would just be, like, something really interesting and unique. Mm -hmm. And maybe once we started, like, passing the blunt around, they would be able to, like, work through some of that, like, Nickelodeon trauma and, like, Grimes could maybe, like, help them see the light. And she could, like, sing to them. fetish type drama. I think we could definitely talk about it, and we I bet Danny DeVito would have a lot to say. And I also feel like Grimes would know a lot about foot fetish. Is Elizabeth Holmes, founder of Theranos, I don't need, I feel like I don't need to say anything. Um, It'd be rude not to invite her, I feel like. Elizabeth Holmes is a staple of any blunt rotation. She is the blueprint. She, <laughs> <laughs> if I knew, She is the moment. If I knew she existed in 2015 something like she would have been my senior quote simply your senior quote would have been one drop of blood (laughs) like she's a visionary she's an icon she's a racketeer and she's everything this podcast stands for amen i think lewis and clark like we know for a fact they were doing gay shit and we're like absolutely in love with each other i just think if we introduced a blunt into their lives I think their little gay relationship could thrive, especially if we like welcomed them with the open arms. They're of invited to the rotation. Twenty twenty one. They're not invited to take a hit of the blunt. We would give the poppers. Well, do you have your your dream poppers rotation, Nick? <laughs> yeah, it's very. That's a very different. It's a very list for a lot. Me. A lot of strong men there. Actually, wait. I take yes. it back. I take yes, it back. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I forgot yes, yes. that I have Black China and Rob underneath them. I would want to sit them, Lewis, Black China. Clark, Rob Kardashian, so that there could be like, I just, I think that those like clashing lifestyles would be really interesting and it would definitely bring Mr. Lewis and Clark together. And I think it would bring Black China and Rob Kardashian together because they would have to like overcome a lot. And I think the two couples could learn from each other. And that's the reunification that we've all been. Yeah, we've been waiting for the reunification of Meriwether Lewis and Clark, whose name I can't remember. Meriwether Lewis and Clark and Black China and Rob Kardashian. <laughs> oh, God. Now I'm thinking of so many other... I, like, like, why, like, I'm sorry, where's Princess Diana? Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. Princess Diana and Tanya Harding would have so much to talk about. Wait. Wait. I know. Well, I'm kind of dead serious. They're kind of like two sides of very, like... Kindred like spirits. Very different sides of a similar coin. I don't think Diana ever, like, attacked someone at all. We don't know have that. Seen, but we don't know that. She was such an enigma. Have you seen that? Have you seen the video of What's-Her-Face getting her, like, after she got attacked? No, I haven't. The real video? I'm sorry. I know that that must have been so traumatic and, like, horrifying and was, like, a crime. <gasps> That video is so like darkly hilarious. It's fucking camp. It's like, it's like, how is this a real reaction to this? I would have gone she's as like, Nancy Kerrigan to the Met Gala in 2019. No, she's just sitting on the floor, like holding her knee, understandably, and going like, "Why? Why would anyone do this? Why?" And I'm like, I can think of a lot of reasons. I'm like, how is this not from the movie? If, if, like, this exact clip was in the movie, people would say this wasn't realistic. <laughs> Anyways, next up on my rotation, Jenny Slate, actress and comedian. Um, addendum, I would want Jenny sitting next to me, to my, mm-hmm. ri- to my right. And pretty much her primary function is 
just giving me commentary about everyone else and the things that are happening within the Oh, that's a great point. Um, That's what Jenny would be there for. Jenny, if you're listening. (laughs) South South Culver City. (laughs) Um, I think Tom from Tom's one hour photo lab just needs to let loose a little. And I think he needs to let that little smile turn into a big one. Similarly, I feel like Trent the bear has been getting a bad rep as being like a black bear out to like kill people. And he's just, he's just a friendly giant. Pass him the blunt. He's chill. He just wants to sniff around and eat some steak. But he also serves the same function as Nala of like, don't fuck around. No, we'll definitely be putting him and Nala on either side of the Zodiac killer just in case he wants to pull some fuck shit. What a sight to see. If the Zodiac killer kills Trent, (laughs) all bets are off. (laughs) <laughs> that's where I draw the lines. <laughs> that's when I bring in that girl and she starts swinging. So, <laughs> blunt rotation. Princess Diana. <laughs> Trent. The Zodiac. That girl. That girl. <laughs> that girl's there to keep everyone in check. She's like, we have a 5 a.m. wake up call. She's like, does anyone want any more warm water? <laughs> She's like, I brought water with a lemon. Everyone's like, what? <laughs> who invited her? And I'm like, uh-huh, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next up on my list is a share my physics teacher. Yeah, care to explain? Just because you love physics so much? So. You can say yes. (laughs) Okay, I feel like I would want to get high with a share solo to talk about physics. I wouldn't want him in a Mm. group setting to be like teacher. Like mansplaining physics. Like a share, like Nala knows what E equals MC squared is. He's like leaning over Nala being like, hey, Zodiac killer. Like, have you ever thought about this concept? Nala starts explaining like how the change in seasons affects like their food crops on Pride Rock. <laughs> and she was like, well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I will kill you. God, I hope Asher is not listening to this. No, I just, uh, why, why do I want Asher in my blunt rotation? He just has um, a certain energy about him. I like if I found out that a share is a thousand years old, I'd be like, yes, he is. But no, he's he's all he's he's the he's like my favorite. The blueprint. He is the blueprint. He's my favorite teacher I've ever had. Ah, don't know what that's like. Love him. So you've never had a favorite teacher. No. So have you ever shopped at a market of choice? You yes. would know. I thought I mean in the time that I have been alive, at the checkout, there is this little like donate to hungry children in need thing where you can either like pay one five or ten dollars and there's this kid who i assume is a child i assume he was like a child model i don't think it was like actually a child in need he's some like beautiful child eating a slice of watermelon and and he seems happy i don't think that kid's in poverty no they like told him to frown for the picture he's like holding his watermelon all like he is frowning yeah, he's not a happy I don't not, know why I have an image of a happy kid eating a watermelon. And I'm like, he no, he's a hungry. sad kid eating watermelon. Okay. Well, maybe eating eat a watermelon. your watermelon and you'll cheer up. I just thought he'd be like a fun addition. I 100% agree. Also, random sidebar. Do not donate when a grocery store asks if you want to. Because uh, those companies have already made the donation of whatever sum of money. So let's say that they are donating. He's already eating his watermelon. So let's say... Uh, Hungry Kids of America is the charity. Uh, Market of Choice donates $500,000 and then puts that there 
so for to try to like make it back because they're donating that to write it off on their taxes. So you donating doesn't actually end up in the like the money's already gone. Faith in humanity gone. Yeah. Market of choice disappointing and fix your fucking parking lot. Oh my god. So next up from for wait no is it your turn? No, you had hungry. Just, you, you just had a hungry kid. I had a hungry yeah. child. So similar uh Dory from Finding Nemo. She I mean she would just have fun the whole time cuz she would keep, you know, it'd be like the first time all over again every 5 minutes. So I I once again I feel like Dory from Finding Nemo and the sequel Finding Dory she she doesn't need an explanation. I don't need to explain why Dory no. is in the blunt rotation. Tony the Tiger and Jojo Siwa both bring a similar energy. Mm-hmm. I think they are definitely mm-hmm. like same energy, different sides of the same coin. Yes. I'm like kind of making little like friendship pairings here. I know, I love I basically, this. I just want everyone to leave this smoke sesh and like have a new bestie or like have unpacked some like Dan Schneider trauma. <laughs> and that's why I'm bringing them. However, Doug Dimadone doesn't have anyone here he's alone he is just like staring off into space like just enjoying the vibes he's talking to no one he's just like absolutely blazed out of his mind just happy to be there just vibes next i I sent the list without thinking of who is going to be next to who whatever Mm -hmm. i sent this list to a friend and apparently i had david lynch and paris hilton next to each other and he said Bold choice putting David Lynch next to Paris Hilton. And I'm like, I think he would enjoy it. And I'm like, no, I think they, I think Paris Hilton is as smart as David Lynch in a completely different I agree. So next up, we have Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. And not the other Oprah, not, the, not Oprah Jones. Not, not Harpo. Um. <laughs> is that her in the. the inside out world <laughs> that's that's her that's her dark twin <laughs> harpo <laughs> she speaks tongues her twin that she ate in the womb i don't know why every time i'm like talking about them i have to have their photo up like on my phone <laughs> and i'm just staring at oprah oh my god okay once again maternal energy mm-hmm. your list is full of strong women really? and david lynch <laughs> <laughs> david lynch is a strong He's not. He's David Lynch. Yeah, Oprah just has a a strong maternal energy. Mm-hmm. She'd be looking at the Zodiac Killer being like, were you silent or were you silenced? And he's like, rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> <laughs> No, I want to, I want, uh, the reason Oprah's there is because I want Oprah to interview everyone else in the circle. So Doug Dimmadown. Well, you already said. <laughs> I, I did. You Doug, you Doug Dimmadown. <laughs> You need to go to bed. Um, the, the Gerber baby and the Teletubby baby. They'd be friends. Duh. Zodiac killer. Do I need to explain any further? <laughs> I don't, I'm not asking you to. <laughs> Tim Robinson and Sam Richardson, I feel like, once again, Actually, friend yeah, combo, yeah. would be like doing their own thing. Yes. Same with the entire cast of Community. I would want just like dispersed throughout the circle. Okay. I don't want them to form a click like, like with iCarly. Like... I do want to be next to Joel McHale, like out of everyone. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because I want to have sex with him later. Yes. Back to you, Nick. <laughs> and I will be joining you. Um, next up, we have Democratic presidential nominee <laughs> and spiritual leader Marianne Williamson. <laughs> and not to like once again cop out explanation needed question mark like everything that came out of this woman's mouth 
everything that came out of this woman's mouth during the debate was simultaneously the funniest thing I've ever heard. I couldn't believe that. I was like, oh, this is actually happening on like national. Like this is like this is something that actually happened in reality. Like this woman walked on stage and said, Donald Trump is fighting a war of hate. Well, Donald Trump, I'm going to meet you on that battlefield. And I'm going to fight you with the one thing that can extinguish hate. Love. I will meet you on that battlefield, sir. And with love, I will win. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, yes, like, holy shit. Do you think that she would speak like that at the the blunt sesh? If she doesn't, she's getting the boot. Yeah, I think a lot of these people have very high expectations of their behavior there. And if they don't live up to that expectation, they will be escorted out by the Zodiac Killer himself. (laughs) Nala will, you will ride her to the door. Uh, So... (laughs) So... Charlie Swan from the Twilight Saga, Bella's father. Mainly, um, I was feeling like we needed a little more men, but also uh, comfort and protection, DILF status, and I think he does need the blunt. I think he does need to take a little bit of a deep breath. Uh, yeah. And also, I just think it would have been, it'd be really funny. I just think he'd be really confused the entire time. I, he'd just be looking around yeah. like, what? Who? Huh? But you know, you know for a fact that like if Jojo Siwa got like a little too paranoid or something, he would like put a loving arm around her and be like, it's okay, Jojo. It's going to be okay. And then then she'd break dance. Be like, I come back like a boomerang. (laughs) Her like new movie or whatever, the J Squad thing or whatever. How do you know about that because you don't know about that girl? Because there are billboards for that all over LA for like I was Jojo Siwa's new movie. And it's literally like her and five other tweens just like dabbing on like the side of an LA public bus. Goals. Not going to lie. The darkest timeline. So next up we have Carol from the film Carol played by Kate Blanchett. Uh, just because I would love the comedic relief of every five minutes <laughs> glancing to a dark corner of the room and having her just kind of stand there, arms crossed, leaning back, looking wistfully and being very mysterious. And you're like, is she really deep or is she really shallow? One of the two. <laughs> Can't really figure it out. Okay, do, well, do you know who I think would add a similar good but like different vibe? That for some reason when you said that, it made me think of... um. Jodie Foster in Nell. <laughs> like, I kind of want her just vibing and being like, Tay in the wind. <laughs> also, Jodie Foster in anything. I kind of just want Jodie Foster there. Jodie Foster, the actress. Jodie Foster, the person. Next up, this okay. This one's this one's probably the nichest. Um, mm-hmm. There was a viral video from a conservative media outlet during the 2016 election, I think. Um, uh, Info Wars, which I think is the Alex Jones thing. Uh So it's like, it's like fucking Nazi propaganda. Um, Oh, she has a podcast. Beret Girl? Yeah, she's, her podcast is Red Scare. (laughs) Of course it is. Uh, So so anyway, so Info Wars decided to interview this, um, Iced coffee. Let me get you her name really fast. Iced coffee beret wearing millennial iconique. Um, She's like wearing a sailor dress. She really is. 
once again, I have her fully on my... <laughs> her name is... Her name is Dasha yeah. Necrovo... Oh, my God. Necrosova. I re- oh, I remember learning her name and being like, oh, okay. God, she's... She is exactly what... She's that girl. 2014 <laughs> Tumblr told me I wanted to be. Like, looking at her, I'm like, I, yeah, want to be her still, unfortunately. Dasha's that girl. So, Dasha was... Which I can't believe is her real name. Was being interviewed uh, by Infowars. And, you know, they're just trying to, like... The way the way these work is like they go into like political rallies and they just look for people who they think look really stupid and they just ask them like very complex or just lies of questions to try to make them look stupid and then be like, look at this dumb Bernie Sanders supporter. So they go up to this to, girl. Um, Infowars credit, she did look kind of dumb in her sailor suit. So and they beret. go up to this girl dressed <laughs> like Donald Duck. And drinking an iced coffee. <laughs> you really <laughs> fucked up my joke. <laughs> I'll edit it so I didn't fuck it up. Okay. Editing Claire right here. Um, not gonna do that. Drinking her iced coffee, and they start asking her like, "Oh, like, uh, do you support Bernie Sanders?" And she's like, "Yeah, I do." Um, and they said, "Why?" And she says, "Um, yeah, I don't really want to do this." Like, looking at the camera, kind of like, "Uh." and they're like, why? And she's like, "Uh, are you with InfoWars? And the the lady goes, yes, we are InfoWars. And I'm like, you sound so stupid. (laughs) We are (laughs) InfoWars. When someone says, do you have a podcast? I say, I am Brain Cell Girls. (laughs) That's a good, like, Republican woman impression. We are InfoWars. So, (sighs) trigger. I am carrying. Oh, my God. (laughs) I am carrying six assault rifles in my purse. I'm like, oh. In my pussy? Yeah. <laughs> she says, for InfoWars? And she says, yes, we are InfoWars. And then she's like, yeah, I, uh, I I like his policies and I agree with him. And she says, what do you like about Bernie Sanders? And she says that he's a socialist. And she says, why is socialism good? <laughs> because I want people to have health care. Well, people have healthcare right now, and we're not socialists. Like, you don't need socialism to have healthcare. I want people to have free healthcare. Why should healthcare be free? <laughs> and she's like, because I think it's a human right. And like, <laughs> ultimately, that's kind of where the fundamental <laughs> difference is, I guess. So she's like, because I think it's a human right. And then Infowars lady says, okay, so like, have you he- you've heard of Venezuela? And then Dasha goes, that that has big SOS Cuba vibes. And then Dasha holding, like she has like a claw grip on this iced coffee. <laughs> She's holding Truly. it so strangely, and her phone in the other one. And she just like, cat, and she's like chewing on the straw. And she just looks at the camera and she's like, "Heard of it?" And I'm like, "You were born for stardom, baby." <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, her Dasha from Red Scare Podcast, aka Venezuela heard of it i want her there and that took so long to explain that i i not i don't need to explain why she's in the blunt rotation she's in the blunt rotation because she's a national hero <laughs> <laughs> well you skipped the best part of that clip when she, oh, when she walks away yes and says i swear you people have worms for brains yes. so they start going off That's- so infowars people start talking about some like they they immediately jump like off the diving board into crazy town and talking about like some whack wacko conspiracy <laughs> and then dasha just goes oh my god i swear you people have like worms for brains 
that's like why I say that. I yes. heard I, I heard Dasha say you people have worms for brains and then started saying it myself because I want to be Dasha, that girl, aka Dasha. Dasha is the blueprint. Watch Dasha uh, be like incredibly problematic and we're just like Dasha, yeah. I know, I'm like, have I looked up have I listened to this podcast at all? No. 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 Will I tomorrow? It's called Red Scare. I I don't personally identify as a communist. I heard that it was very like I saw a TikTok being like Red Scare podcast is like I'm a New Yorker and I smoke cigarettes and I'm anorexic and I was like is this like a put a finger down like what's happening? <laughs> I'm like it's, it's like all podca- just like it's like podcast <laughs> bingo. I'm like okay, well we fit this one, maybe not that one. We're not in New York. So I <laughs> Okay, so next up David Lynch same, pretty much exact same reasoning as Dasha, American hero. Um yeah. Lastly on my list is the fairy mm-hmm. godmother from Shrek 2. Will she be performing? Uh, I mean, she's always performing. So, yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Um, I feel like fairy godmother. So I've probably seen Shrek 2. Shrek 2 and Finding Nemo are probably tied for the film I've seen the most in my life. Shrek 2 is... Shrek 2. Me and Dan took some magic j- jelly beans a few weeks mm-hmm. ago and watched Shrek 2 that movie does not stop that movie is non-stop funny like every single line is so funny it's unbelievable the only thing that could have made it better was a guest appearance by Dasha herself if da- like yes yes like that movie need so, I say more that movie is so unbearably funny when they go to that fast food restaurant and she starts biting into that burger and she's like <laughs> Not just for the good of your daughter, bite, but for your kingdom. <laughs> like, it's an incredible film. It's so funny. Like they they don't waste any opportunity. Absolutely not. So that's just my quick rant about Shrek Two being a masterpiece. <laughs> but I don't think anyone's gonna disagree with you. I think I've seen Shrek One like maybe once or twice. I've seen Shrek Two like forty times, and that's not exactly Shrek One. Ha- when has a sequel ever been better than the original? Shrek 2, The Godfather, period. <laughs> End of discussion. Can The Godfather come to our blunt rotation, Nick? So, The Fairy Godmother is at oh, our no. blunt rotation because not only for the aforementioned reasons, but I also feel like somehow, some way, mm-hmm. The Fairy Godmother is a queer icon. I feel... Like, the, I feel like she somehow, like, I feel like every person under the rainbow, some for some, somehow, some way, looks up to the fairy godmother. As I that mean, one Tumblr on... post said, she, she lived, she served cunt, and then she died. And it's like, you know, if, <laughs> what more can you ask for in life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, that did just make me think. Queer icon fairy godmother from Shrek 2. I'm just thinking of so many other great people we could invite, such as um, Bob, the evil demon spirit from Twin Peaks. Bob, the builder. But, oh my God, so many Bobs, so many Roberts, quite honestly. Um, Robert E. Lee. (laughs) Broccoli Rob. Robert E. Lee, general of the Confederate Army. Just so Nala can take him out. <laughs> I just, my, I bet. my ideal blunt rotation: Nala <laughs> and Hitler. So Nala can kill Hitler. 
It's like, Nick, I don't think you understood the point of the assignment. <laughs> General Robert E. Lee, so I could give him a sip of a bang Dream. and watch his heart explode. Dream blunt rotation. Just our entire little town in the Revolutionary War. <laughs> you and me showing up in 1772 with, with, like, with like the biggest, fattest joint. And we're like, gather round. <laughs> oh, oh, my I'm God. I'm so sweaty. I'm so excited to go um, smoke a joint after this. Tanya Harding. I think I like weirdly feel this. really bad for her. I th- I'm I'm really did fascinated you, did you by see her. I, Tanya? Yes. I don't know how true to life that film is. That I was crying on an airplane watching that. That end I, that ending tore me apart. Her in the courtroom. That's phenomenal. Well, I think acting it's also uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean the movie made me fall in love with Margot Robbie. Yes. It's a just a great movie all around. Yes. It also made me really interested in Tanya Harding and. I mean, her, like, life story is really sad, and the whole thing is very unfortunate, and, like, the way that the cycle of abuse happens, and yeah, I don't need to to say more about that. Even though we made fun of her earlier, Nancy Kerrigan was, in fact, the victim in that situation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, But no, it's it's But so was Tanya Harding. Like... Yes. No, I mean, fucking... Tanya Harding can be a bad person... And also a victim of abuse. These two truths can both exist in my brain. And usually they do. Ah! Hurt people hurt people. But no, yeah, Tanya's life was clearly so fucking shitty. But she lives in Oregon and, like, I think lives a pretty normal life now. And I would genuinely be so interested to talk to her. uh, Episode 37 featuring Tanya Harding. Schnick! (laughs) Sorry. Okay, but... The like final, so it does that thing that all movies based on true stories do, where it's like, here's a little PowerPoint at the end. Um, like, <laughs> <laughs> I love the ending PowerPoint. <laughs> the PowerPoint at the end, where it's like, and here's the stuff that we didn't include in the movie. Uh, the final slide of I Tanya, uh, it's like Tanya currently lives in like I don't know Beaverton or whatever, and mm-hmm. uh, and then the last thing it says is like she lives in beaverton and she has like two sons and like one of them uh is an adult i guess um but she's like raising one son and then she's like uh she wants and like she wants people to know that she's a good mom and i was like oh my i I, I was on this delta flight like sobbing (laughs) in 18f just like a mess oh my god okay well i i mean i think the like abuse from her mom that is shown in the movie is like pretty that's so horrific that was a that was i mean i think hard to watch i I agree especially because what's the name of the actor that played the mom allison janney i love her no it's fantastic casting (laughs) i'm like i'm a huge fan what's her name it's fantastic casting because you want because she's so likable that you want to like her speaking of speaking of inspired casting did you did you watch the the full trailer for spencer starring Kristen stewart no (laughs) clary said no (laughs) i'm like i don't know what it is but my like interest hasn't been peaked with it yet i'm sure it will come soon though (laughs) probably because you haven't watched the trailer no but like when i saw the like poster and stuff and like heard that it was happening i didn't like get excited i mean i uh, that's the thing that's i normally don't love um biopics yeah that makes sense yeah or historical fiction either either do i actually now that I think about it. 
Which is why it's weird that I liked Itania so much. So maybe I'll give. Well, Itania was very much not a normal biopic like that. She's not like other biopics. Yeah. She's different. <laughs> Margot Robbie as Itania is that girl. As Itania. <laughs> First we have iCarly, then we have Itania. I want I... Carly Shay and Tanya Harding to sit next to each other so they can talk about the eyes in front of their names. <laughs> talk about the silent eyes. Um... Yeah, I want to sit in between Tanya Harding and Joel McHale. And I stand by that. What was your wildflower and your wildfire, Nikki? My wildfire of the week. Of, of the, the week. week. You know, I didn't really have anything super bad happen to me this week. <laughs> That's nice. No, I mean my go check my, your balcony. My sister visited last week, which was nice. Um, and yeah, no, it was pretty good. I'd say uh, I don't like that I pretty much slept the day away on Sunday. I don't like losing an entire day. But also, yeah. like, I guess I need your body needed. I guess to I needed that sleep. But um, yeah, I don't know. I guess feeling a little um, lost in terms of where I want to be career-wise. Except I know where I want to be. I just don't know how to get there. So hard work. You're doing great. Do I want to do that? Anyways, uh, my wild flower, the positive. Mm -hmm. That's the good one. (laughs) That's a good one. Flower fire. Um, Also not Lana Del Rey having a song called Wild Flower Wildfire. She... Is the blueprint <laughs> for something? My wildflower for this week is uh, the album "If I Could Make It Go Quiet" by Girl in Red. It's very, very good. It's like a no skip album, actually. Um, I've heard about it through Taylor Swift. Like posted it on her story when the <laughs> album came out in like April, um, and I haven't listened to it. And then I was just it was somehow mentioned online, uh, and then I went and listened to it, and I would say. I really like Girl in Red. I didn't tell you this, but when you told me to go listen, I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah, no, that album's fantastic. That like it's I was surprised how much of it I already knew. Um oh, yeah. so many of her songs were um like TikTok songs. Oh, okay. And so I was kinda of bopping around being like, Oh shit, like I've I know this song. Like yeah. yeah, like this a lot. Didn't know what it was, but cool. No, yeah, I really like her songs. They're very like angsty like 19 year old energy uh which is always yeah. fun um but no it's like it's it's really good so that really that, good fall vibes yes yes yes, yes. What, what um mm, my wildfire was work i don't want to say anymore <laughs> my wildflower my wildflower i feel like i had a decent did was my week good i don't remember my wildflower <laughs> is also music related yeah I've been really into Phoebe Bridgers. I know you and I talked privately about... Off the um, pod. Can you guys believe that we talk privately? Can you I believe can't. we speak as much as we do? It's disgusting. Claray has a thought enter her head and she's like, must text master. And then Nick does the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then we repeat that all day. Yeah. Um, it's healthy. <laughs> I've been really into Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers, which is funny because I was not into it at first, like, listen through. Can you get me into it? I feel like, I feel like something's wrong with me or I'm missing something. And I feel, I feel the exact same way I do about Punisher as I do about I Think You Should Leave, where I'm like, I recognize that. Weird. I'm like, I recognize that these are good. A lot, like, people really enjoy these. They Mm -hmm. have gotten very good reviews. And I understand that they're good. I've never thought that Punisher or Phoebe Bridgers is, is like bad in any way. Yeah. I think she's like phenomenal. 
I just didn't like listening to it. I just didn't want to listen to it. Interesting. And I'm like, that's um, strange. And with I think you should leave, I just hardly laugh. That is and I'm so like, interesting. I'm like, is something broken? <laughs> I would I've laughed at, take I've, a magic jelly bean laughed, and listen to it again. I've laughed at some. Okay, I'll do that. I'd, I'd watch it again. Sorry, not listen to it. I like. I I think you I should have leave. Magic jelly bean. Watch. I think you should leave. Really? Because it's, okay, it's well. Drew's. Like, I mean, Drew feels the same way that you do. Like, he fucking loves it, and he shows me. He showed me certain sketches, and I'm like, okay, that was that was really funny. Has he showed you Baby of the Year? Oh yeah, that's in the first episode. I saw that. Uh, Baby of the Year is like what brought <laughs> me and my work bestie together. <laughs> that's a that's a nice thing to bond two people. Actually, that's nice. It, I mean, like I called myself Baby of the Year, and then she was like that's, Bart Hurley Jarvis, and then I was that like is so funny. Michael Patrick Porkins, and then we locked eyes <laughs> and, and then I forever busted and down the door and said Doug Dimmendorf, <laughs> and he said <laughs> leave. And he said that show's not funny. <laughs> um, I mean, like uh, I'm gonna go as Doug Dimmendorf. <laughs> I feel like sometimes people just like don't like things. The end, and no, like yeah, that's 100%. Uh, there's, yeah. there's no more. Well, to say. I guess like, what what like tell me more about your experience with Punisher. Like, what brought you to the side of yes? <laughs> I listened to it with Connor, and I just like was playing something in the car, and then like after he left, I just like played what had been playing on Spotify. And then I was like, oh, this is actually really good. And I think her, like, lyrics are, like, really beautifully written. They are. And I got into it through that. There's some songs I don't love. But, like, especially, it's been so fucking gloomy. It's well, okay, good, it was beautiful fall vibes. fall vibes. And then it got really gloomy and rainy. Mm-hmm. And it's just been, like, perfect to drive around, like, a little depressed, too. And since I'm a little depressed, God, it's I been, like, great. Come visit me. Okay, Um. bye. We love you. No, we don't. Hello, everyone. This is the credits. So obviously me and Chloe produce it. Uh, sometimes I edit. Sometimes she edits. We love splitting the work. Uh, I do the sound mixing, whatever that means. The music is by Anabolic Beats. And I would love to just take a little moment to thank our beautiful patrons. All right. So these are the patrons who have selected the Immortal tier on Patreon. And you can do the same by going to patreon.com slash girls. So thank you to Jade Watson, Sasha Kosek, Hazel Herring, John Sims, OP Queef, aka Larissa, Megan Donovan, hello, Laura Zimmerman, also hello, Teresa Graham, hello, and uh, Piss Baby, it's Ryan, that's who Piss Baby is. Um, So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to the episode. Make sure to follow us on all of our social medias at Brain Cell Girls. You can follow me everywhere at Nick Curl, and you can follow Clare on Instagram at The Grease Trap Queen, or on Twitter at Clar Smitty. And uh, yeah, thank you, Illy, Illy.